Episode 40. This episode brought to you by ReelsandTackle.com, your family-owned online tackle store. Welcome to the Telltale Fisherman Podcast, where avid anglers share the story of their best fishing day ever to inspire yours. Now it's time for another epic adventure. So here's your host, John Woodson. All right, welcome to the show. Today's guest is Dustin Murray, coming to us from St. Augustine, Florida. Dustin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, John. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, all, all except for this frigid, freezing, cold weather we got here in uh, in Florida, and I know you're experiencing it too, just a little up the road from us there. St. Augustine's what, about two hours north of Orlando, where where I'm coming to you from. Yeah, yeah, probably right at two hours north, yeah. and, and it is uh, it's very cold. This is uh, very unusual <laughs> for us. So yeah, I know I know all our uh, friends of the show over in uh, Denmark and Sweden and up in Canada aren't going to have much uh, sympathy for us Floridians down here, but uh, but we're a little <laughs> chilly right now. This is not normal for us. So <laughs> not at all, not at all. I mean, we're, we're used to uh, this time of year. We're used to that 60, 70 mark. We're not used to this. Uh, you know, 30s and 40s, um, and, and even a little bit below that yeah. coming these next couple of days. So that's it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna tough it out and hopefully uh, get back on the water here soon. But it's a good chance for us to talk a little bit about uh, fishing. And but before we jump off into that, let's just have you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. Well, um, like you said, I am uh, Dustin Murray from St. Augustine, Florida. I'm actually in the Florida Army National Guard. That is my full time job. So uh, I'm a recruiter for them um yep i love the job that's one of my passions outside of outside of fishing right now do you get to travel all around the state with that or are you kind of based up there in the st augustine area area primarily so i'm I'm primarily in st augustine i do get a chance to uh to travel the state some Mm -hmm. um but for the most part I'm, i'm around the st augustine area okay awesome I'd like to have you just uh, tell the folks about St. Augustine a little bit and um, not just the fishery, but also kind of the town because it's a, it's a pretty unique place, isn't it? Yeah, St. Augustine is a very beautiful place. I absolutely love it here. Um, you know, I, I grew up um, in, in Stark, Florida. Uh, I don't, too many people don't know where that's at. It's actually probably about 45 minutes uh, just west of St. Augustine. So I grew up actually coming to St. Augustine all the time. Uh, this is where we came for the beach and okay. everything else growing up. So, uh, but it's, you know, it has, uh, we're known as the oldest city, mm-hmm. uh, in the nation. So, uh, you know, we got that. There's a lot of Spanish heritage around here. So, right. uh, if you ever do get a chance to come to St. Augustine, highly recommend, uh, you know, if you can find the parking, they do have a parking garage, but going down to St. George street, Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic shops, a lot of restaurants, uh, a very good place to eat, a lot of old Spanish style uh, buildings and everything else. It's a it's a great place, especially this time of year. Um, you know, December they usually started at the very beginning of December and they do the night of lights. Um, so the entire downtown over the uh, the bayfront, so the Matanza River, they have all that light it up they do trolley rides uh all through it um it's phenomenal you won't find a better better place to uh to visit especially around the december january time frame and that actually goes 
all the way through the end of January. Right, right. And another big draw you got up there, which is year-round, is is the fort. Can you tell people about that a little oh, bit? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so the fort, um, there's, a, there's a ton of people who come out to that fort. Uh, they, uh, they actually do guided tours there, um, which is phenomenal. Uh, we actually just did it, man, I guess it was in 2016, in December. Um, mm-hmm. They actually had a guy who dressed up in the old... Uh, uh, Spanish, uh, uniform. Mm-hmm. And they actually went around the entire fort showing us different things, told us all about the history of the fort. Uh, it's a phenomenal place to visit. And that's, uh, the Fort Castillo San De Marco. You know, that's a huge, huge attraction for, uh, yeah. for St. Augustine. We also have, uh, you know, Ripley's. Yeah. Believe right. it or not, uh, store. We have the wax museum. So the Potter's Wax Museum, that's a huge, attraction for people um when they come over here so and then we also like i said uh before we have a ton of restaurants um i mean some of them are are world famous like uh osteen's Mm -hmm. um or the uh the black fly restaurant ton of different places yeah saint augustine's always a popular place for you know folks from orlando and just all over to florida to travel to and and hang out it is a neat town for sure yeah yeah we absolutely love it here Let's talk about the main attraction there, and that's the the fishery. Uh, and I know you get to get to experience it regular, and have I guess since you were young going over there. Just kind of tell us about the area, and you know what it's like fishing there. For for those who haven't been there, you know, kind of give them a sense for for what kind of fishing you can do there. So in Saint Augustine, you can do a ton of ton of different fishing. Obviously, I'm huge on inshore fishing, so. Uh, mm-hmm. The biggest things that we have here is redfish, trout, flounder, um, and then we also have snook. So a lot of people oh, uh, don't realize that we have snook yeah, far up north. Yep. So uh, around the St. Augustine area, um, actually just north of St. Augustine, Palm Valley um, is the first place that I've ever caught where I caught my first snook. Um, huh. So, But if you are in South St. Augustine, probably right between St. Augustine and Marine Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of creeks down there. Pelliker Creek is one of them where uh, if you know certain spots, uh, you can catch um, slot size snook, you know, in the in the 30-inch range. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, you have that, that inshore fishery down here. Um, reds, trout, especially trout right now. The trout bite is phenomenal right now. Um, so Excellent. everywhere virtually everywhere you can you can find them so but then we also have uh your near shore fishing um tarpon come mm-hmm. running right off the beach here in st augustine so uh you know you don't even have to have a uh a big boat um you know during the times when when the tarpon are running uh you know we've had we've had my 16 foot skiff out there um nice you know i know i know people who got there in john boats um <laughs> out there catching tarpon you know uh 100 200 yards off the beach so um it's you know there's a lot there and then um you have the cobia that run fairly close uh close by and then yeah. you also have your offshore fishing you're offshore fishing out here you're going to go much further out to uh to catch um a lot of your uh pelagics but uh we do have that here as well yeah so you're probably like what uh, 50 so miles to get out to the gulf stream up there yeah, yeah, I think it's right around that 60-mile mark. Yeah, where we go out of uh, Canaveral 
a little farther south from where you are. It's about 30 miles for us to get there. Yeah. Um, so a little closer in, but still still a little bit of a drive to get out there. But it's there, you know, if you're willing to it, it take is. the ride. Yeah, yeah, if you're exactly if you're willing to take the ride you can definitely definitely get out there and get on them good um yeah but i mean the, the near shore here is uh is phenomenal too so uh you know if you know uh there's a lot of public um wrecks and uh you know reefs around st augustine mm-hmm. um st augustine high school actually has their own reef out here too um oh, really where they yeah yeah they manage that so uh i mean that's a that's a good area to go. Um, we've caught plenty of fish off of that. So, uh, a lot of public numbers that you can, you can go and, and have a great day of fishing. So it's nice to have options, isn't it? To be able to scoot offshore and catch all the fish that are moving through or, or fish inshore for all the, uh, all, all of those uh, species like redfish and snook and trout, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. You can't beat it. And, and you said you have a, a skiff or a flats boat, so that's that's how you uh, fish most of the time. So uh, so there's two ways that I fish. I have a Carolina skiff, a 16 foot Carolina mm-hmm. skiff, and then I also have uh, a Hobie Outback uh, uh, kayak. Mm-hmm. So uh, de- depending on uh, if I have a buddy with me or or my wife with me, we'll take the skiff out. If uh, if I'm going solo or if I'm going with a couple of buddies that have kayaks, then we'll we'll go out in the kayak. So I'd probably say uh, especially this time of year. Uh, it's more in the kayak because uh, not too many people want to get out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> especially yeah, not so. especially not this week. <laughs> exactly. Well, cool. When we get back, Dustin is going to share one of those epic inshore St. Augustine fishing days with us. So stay tuned. As avid anglers, our mission is always fishing. But at the Telltale Fisherman, our mission is to find the most epic fishing stories from around the world. And to do that, we need your help. When you share us on social media, that's like casting a line in a new pond, lake, or ocean where the next trophy fishing story awaits. Go to tell.fish, click one of our social media icons, and help cast the net for our next inductee to the Telltale Hall of Fame. All right, we are back with Dustin Murray and been talking a little bit about St. Augustine, Florida, where he lives and uh, what a cool and unique place that is and then also of course the the fishery which is which is world-class and beautiful so i understand the story you're going to tell us today is from an inshore trip there in saint augustine right yes that is correct okay well yeah just kind of set it up for us and tell us what happened okay so um this was uh, a couple of months ago uh back in uh shoot i guess september um it was right before hurricane irma came through um mm-hmm. me and my buddy uh both of us are in the florida army national guard we uh we knew that we were more than likely going to get called out to help out with the hurricane so uh it was pretty sure it was friday before that the hurricane hit the hurricane hit up this way um around sunday night monday morning mm-hmm. time frame so uh we went out friday afternoon because we knew that we were probably going to be leaving saturday morning uh, we get to the to the main boat ramp in St. Augustine, which is the Volano boat ramp. As soon as we pulled up, there was nobody there. <laughs> not a single boat, not a single truck, nobody. So uh, we were like, well, uh, you know, let, let's go see if there's anybody at the other boat ramp at Aunt Kate's, which is a little bit closer. 
Yeah. So we pull up to that one. Once again, nobody's there. The restaurant shut down. I mean, even the roads were pretty much, n- nobody was on the roads. That's when you know you're either really lucky or really crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and my buddy, when, when we uh, when we pulled up to, to Ann Kate's boat ramp, me and my buddy looked at each other and we, we both said we must be crazy uh, to go out in this. But uh, we, we knew we hadn't had a chance to fish together in a while. We knew that this was probably going to be the, the last chance we had in a little while. So uh, but we took a shot for it. And, um, you know, it, we knew we'd only have a couple hours. So we put the boat in. It was flat, calm, right there around the dock. Was it already kind of overcast and everything? I mean, from the storm where you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely overcast. It didn't... Uh, I mean, when we left the house, it wasn't that windy. Uh, even when we put up to the boat ramp, um, it wasn't that windy. The the water right there was, was very calm. Uh, it's right there around some docks. Uh, the spot that we were going to go to is a spot that we always catch fish in. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we've never been to that spot and have not not caught something. So uh, we knew that it should be fairly good. The, the trout uh, kind of hold up around the oyster bars in this little cove. Um, we know that there's a spot where the redfish are. So mm-hmm. uh, we took off. Uh, as soon as we get past the docks out into a clearing, that's when the wind started howling. And that's when we realized <laughs> it, it picked up to where it was probably blowing easily 25, 30 miles an hour. Yeah, so we uh, we get to the opening of this little cove, and uh, there's fish blowing up everywhere. I mean, it's it's going mayhem. So we tried to get my skiff in position for my buddy to cast his uh, topwater plug by pulling. No, no, no. I don't have I don't have a pulling uh, on my skiff. So it, it was it was just by the uh, by the outboard. I'm trying mm-hmm. to maneuver with the outboard at this point, and he. Uh, when he casts his top water plug, I mean, he cannot, he doesn't have any control over it. It is <laughs> sailing over. Um, and it, I mean, the wind is just pushing us. I'm having a hard time maneuvering the boat. So we decide to go back into the cove, turn back around and kind of point our nose into the wind. We drop the trolling motor and put that on full blast. I have the iPilot trolling motor. So we put it on the anchor mode yep. um, mm-hmm. and, and just try to, hopefully that'll work. Um, so we start throwing our top water plugs and we are catching Jack after Jack after Jack. I mean, it's every single cast we're, we're hooking up, drag screaming. It's just going mayhem. You're talking about Jack Cravel. Yes. Yep. Jack Cravel. For those who don't haven't caught those before, just describe what that fish is like. So a Jack Cravel, um, a lot of people will call it, uh, you know, a ghetto permit or, uh, <laughs> or, you know, something like it, it looks, uh, fairly like a, a lot like a permit. Um, mm-hmm. they fight extremely hard. Even the smaller size jacks fight extremely hard though. The pull drag, uh, one of the smaller size jacks could feel like a, uh, a 25 inch redfish pulling. Um, yeah. they just fight extremely hard. So, uh, you know, they're, they're not, very good table fare mm-hmm. but they're extremely good fish to catch mm-hmm. and we actually did we we have tried me and this same buddy uh ryan we both have tried jack Travolta, and we tried them several different ways so <laughs> not, uh not happening they're, huh? they're not i mean <laughs> we we can we can eat it but it's uh it's not the greatest tasting fish out there so okay. uh yeah but um so we uh I mean, it, like I said, it was going mayhem. And the next thing we know, it 
there's a downpour. I mean, straight downpour. It came out of nowhere, um, and we, we had to push back further into this little cove and to a spot to where we could try to get out of the wind some. Mm-hmm. And uh, straight downpour, we, uh, we were still throwing topwater plugs, and we switched over to soft plastics. And once again, I mean, every cast, every other cast, we're hooking up the jacks. Both of us double hooked up almost the entire time we're out there. Um, we're trying to maneuver the boat. We're trying to reel in these jacks. Um, by the time that, you know, that the rain cleared out and, and everything else, me and him are looking at each other. The boat is full. And, I mean, it's covered in blood um, from just, you know, <laughs> unhooking them jacks, throwing them back in. Uh, right. we, we just looked at each other and we're like, what in the heck just happened? Um, it was just a very fun time with, with one of my great buddies. Um, and even though we weren't catching, you know, I guess your, your trophy fish, reds or trout or any of that, we still had a blast. And, and to me, that's, that's a lot of what fishing is about. It's just being oh, yeah. out there on the water with family, friends, just having a, a good time, having oh, yeah. a blast. So when uh, we looked at each other and we're like, man, you know, that's, it, it was just a phenomenal time. Uh, we ended up deciding that we would head back in, uh, go ahead and clean up the boat. As we're coming back in, uh, we're coming back in fairly fast, and uh, we get right back there towards the docks. Um, and out of the corner of my eye, I see these fish blowing up on the right there just off the bank. And uh, my buddy sees it at the same time, so we're both kind of hollering at each other. We slow the boat down. We drop the trolling motor. We start throwing topwater plugs in there, and it's it's mayhem all over again. I mean, <laughs> and, now, it's, and now you're around docks and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're around docks. I mean, it's, it's one jack after the next. Uh, it's just you know, insane fishing that probably lasted another 25, 30 minutes. Uh, before we know it, it's pitch black. We're, we're the only ones out there. Um, so, so we called it, called it a night. We got, uh, we loaded the, the boat up and, uh, you know, the whole time riding back to the house, which, you know, it's only a 10, 15 minute ride to the house, but the whole time we were, we were just like, man, can't, can't believe you know first we're sitting there thinking that we're idiots you know going out right before the hurricane and then uh it just turned into you know an epic battle with with jack cravals and uh and a great time with 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 one of my best buddies so uh you you know to me that's what it's all about it's just having a great time with with friends and family and uh you know it doesn't get much better than that that's uh that's what we enjoy oh absolutely and yeah for those who haven't caught a jack they really are just like you described are just pound for pound one of the hardest fighting fish there are and uh especially i, I asked if you were in there around the docks because because i've got into some jacks like that along the sea walls in between docks and man they will run and wrap around the pylons and cut you off i mean it's like hand-to-hand combat in there trying to catch those things yeah it is a lot of fun yes it is yeah, you definitely got to, when, when you're around them docks, you definitely have to tighten that drag down. <laughs> so. Yeah, we actually had to tackle up and put on some bigger, you know, get some bigger sticks and <laughs> do everything. Oh, good. yeah. If you get the big ones, the really big jacks. In yeah. There. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So when, when you were out there in that little cove fishing and you just that downpour happened, were you, were you guys all, did you have your weather gear or were you just out there just getting soaked? No. 
just getting soaked. We, we didn't, <laughs> we did not come prepared for that at all. I mean, when we left the house, I mean, it was, it was overcast, but we, you know, we, we didn't think it was going to rain or, or anything. We get out there and I mean, it was, it was a downpour. And of course, I mean, we, we try to bring cameras with us and stuff like that, you know, GoPros. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, as soon as I pulled up to the ramp, you know, before I got on the water, I called my wife and told her, I was like, Hey, you know, we're, we're launching right now. I was like, there's nobody at the boat ramp. And she was like, yeah, but that's because y'all are dummies. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, and she was like, she's like, did you bring the GoPro? I was like, Oh man, I forgot mine. I asked my buddy Ronnie. He was like, no, I left it sitting right there at the door. So, uh, we didn't get any of it on, on film except for a couple of videos that I took with my cell phone um, right. as we were heading out to the spot. But, uh, it, yeah, it was it was just an epic day. I mean, there's no other word to describe it. Right, right. And, and do you think it was the storm that had them all, uh, all those fish pushed up into that cove like that? I mean, were they going off because it was prefrontal? Do you have any sense for that? I think so. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do. uh uh, that's what we were hoping for was because of the storm coming through um, that it was going to have them into a feeding frenzy. And I believe yeah. that's, you know, that's what caused it. Um, and we, it just so happened that it was, it was the jacks that were in there that day. Um, you know, it, there could have been reds and trout that were in there with them, but the jacks were just so aggressive that, uh, you, you know, I mean, as soon as our, our plugs hit the water, a lot of times we didn't have to work the top water plug. I mean, you uh as soon as you started to try to walk the dog i mean you got two twitches and 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 you're hooked up <laughs> kapow so oh yeah wow that, that that is it is great stuff when you can get on those jacks like that i i, I agree with you it's there's not much fishing that's that's more fun with than that you know when they're going off like that it is a sight to behold yes it is yeah it's always a, a great time when when that happens it doesn't happen very often but when it does i mean it's it's magical yeah no doubt all right well dustin next time we get a hurricane blowing through give me a call we're going fishing okay we'll do we'll do <laughs> we got to get out there before the hurricane we'll be the only crazy people at the boat ramp but <laughs> we'll get it done for sure all right, man. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear I'm not the only other uh, crazy one who would who would contemplate doing something like that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of us that that contemplate it. So yeah. it's only uh only if we're lucky to to get away with it. That's, that's that, yes, what it that's is. right. You you were the one who was yep. just that little bit more crazy than everybody else that day and got rewarded for it. So <laughs> good oh, for yeah. you, man. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that was awesome. Thanks so much for uh, coming on and sharing that story with us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. There are so many amazing places to fish. It's doubtful any of us fishing junkies will ever be able to hit them all. But we can certainly do the next best thing. Experience them through the eyes of fellow avid anglers who share their most epic adventures with us. Sign up to be our guest on the show today at www.tell.fish/guest. This has been the Telltale Fisherman Podcast. Thanks for sharing another great tale with us. Be sure to check out the show notes page for more info on today's show and the gear we talked about. Keep those lines tight and we'll catch you next time right here on the Telltale Fisherman Podcast.